Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 83, Rob Parker. Welcome in to Inside the Parker. I'm your host, Rob Parker. A great podcast for you today. We're going to talk with Jason Dumas, a sportscaster at uh, K-Ron 4 News in San Francisco about the streaking Giants. Also, Cousin Sal, you know, from Jimmy Kimmel's show, has put out a new documentary about the 1986 Mets. We'll uh, chop it up with him. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. There's no other way to put it other than chaos. That's where we are in Major League Baseball in the final three weeks when we talk about the wild card races. I mean, it's up for grabs. Going into Wednesday, the National League wild card is uh, all over the place. We thought that the Padres and the Reds were going to duke it out. Now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Cardinals won four in a row, and they jumped in to that uh, second wild card spot because the Reds, the Padres, and the Phillies all went three and seven in their previous 10 games to Wednesday. They're all going the other way. And the Cardinals, out of nowhere, are right now, if the season were to end, 
would play the Dodgers in a one-game wild card. So that's amazing. In the AL, it's about the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Blue Jays, a virtual three-way tie. This will be interesting. All three of those teams now are fighting for two spots, not just one. So somebody will be left out in the cold. Uh, The Blue Jays have been red hot. Um, playing great baseball, and uh, that's how they've jumped back into this race because it looked like it would be the Yankees, the Red Sox uh, in in the wild card uh, playing each other, but the Blue Jays are going to have something to say before this is all over, and uh, it's chaos, but it's good chaos for the postseason. Number two. It's hard not to look at the American League most valuable player And think that we have a debate on our hands. Yes, we do. I know everybody's wanted to hand it to Shohei Otani for a long time. And he's had an absolutely fantastic, unbelievable season we haven't seen. He's batting 257, 44 home runs, 94 RBIs with an OPS of 965. But on the mound, he's 9-2 with a 3.3. 3-6 ERA. This is all coming into Wednesday night's action. And he's been a you know must-see type player because we haven't seen this guy, a guy do what he's doing since Babe Ruth in the 20s. So he has uh, turned baseball on its head. But up north in Canada, it's hard to ignore Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who is putting on a unbelievable season. Um He leads the major leagues in home runs with 45, one more than Otani going into Wednesday. Leads the league in runs, scored, hits, batting average, OPS. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And I think the only way Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has a chance to beat Otani for the American League MVP is he has to win the Triple Crown. And he's not that far off as far as RBIs go. So he's in range to be able to do that. And uh, since 1947, only five players have won the Triple Crown. Yep, since 1947. So this would be a big deal if Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is able to do it. So uh, Otani and Vlad Jr., that'll going to be an interesting vote, especially if Vlad gets the Triple Crown. Number three. Today is Roberto Clemente Day in Major League Baseball. And yes, Clemente, the great, great outfielder, Hall of Famer. He was actually the first player from Latin America ever inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. He's just uh, remembered as a magnificent talent who could do it all during his 18-year career with the Pirates. Clemente won two World Series. He was a 12-time Gold Glove winner. Do you hear that? In right field. Out of 18 years. 15-time All-Star. And in 1966, he was a National League MVP. Also, he was the first Latin America player to ever reach the 3,000 hit mark. And yet... Uh, You know, those numbers really don't do him justice as far as just like his running the bases, his outfield play, all the things he did. And on top of that, 
He was a humanitarian who died in a plane crash, a tragic plane crash. And um, Roberto Clemente Day in Major League Baseball, it coincides with the start of Hispanic Heritage Month in the U.S. And uh, he is a proud uh, person that you sh should uh, find out more information about Roberto Clemente. You need to look it up and you need to go to YouTube and Google and, and find out and watch some of the highlights of Roberto Clemente, a great, great baseball player. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome to the podcast a friend of mine, Cousin Sal from, of course, Fox Bet, his Extra Points podcast network, and yes, the Jimmy Kimmel Show. Cousin Sal, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, bud? Thanks for having me on, Rob. I was like, you know, this finally paid off, this documentary stuff. I got on your podcast. I was like, what do I have to do? Let me make a documentary about the 86 Mets and see if that does it. And uh, you gave me a few minutes. This is terrific. Hey, you should get on because you and uh, Jimmy were both executive producers of this. And it's called mm -hmm. Once Upon a Time in Queens. It's on uh, ESPN, ESPN Plus, a four-part chronicle of that uh, 1986 a uh, miracle season, and 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 and, and cousin Sal, start to hear uh, your your fandom with the Mets, and and how did you become a Mets fan? I grew up like like yourself. I grew up in New York. Uh, my father was a Brooklyn Dodgers fan, and then when they left, uh, so he hated the Yankees because the Yankees right. beat the crap out of them every year except fifty five, right? So he hated them, and so when the Dodgers moved to L A, he wasn't about to root for the Yankees. So obviously the Mets. Uh, came in in 1962. That was Casey Stengel's team, and they were lovable losers. Uh, somehow won the World Series seven years later. But uh, so I had no choice. I was going to be a Mets fan no matter what. And I caught some lean years uh, when I started off watching them as a six and seven year old. It was in the early 70s. But by the time I got to, I was in high school, 15 years old. Greatest experience of my life uh, watching Mookie Wilson hit the ball. Through Buckner's legs, they win that. They win Game Seven and uh, World Champs in a dramatic fashion. And what a collection of loons it was! I've been telling people, I said, you know, I, they only won 108 games in the regular season. They really should have won every game. If you look at the talent, Carter, uh, Hernandez, right? You got Gooden, you got Strawberry, Ray Knight, so many, so on and so forth. And uh, and then on the other hand, you look at him and Dykstra and all these guys. You're like, how did they even ever get to the ballpark? Once, <laughs> let alone win any game. So there's that dichotomy, and we try to cover it, and uh, we did so, I think, in, in episodes one and two last night, and then you can catch three and four where it really gets down to the nitty-gritty tonight. And, and, and let me say this. the yeah. That 86 Mets team, and that team was a fun team, and you know this yeah. growing up in New York. It's hard to, to take the back page from the Yankees, you know, like the mm -hmm. back page of the tabloids. But this Mets team – in New York during that time, they ran the city. I mean, am I right? It was a Mets uh, heavy back page. That team was more interesting, had um, more stuff happen, brawls. You know, like like they were just renegades. They were out there, but they won. It, it was I, I remember that season watching almost every pitch. I don't remember missing the game that year. Well, Gooden obviously Gooden's great year was eighty five, right? I mean, no, eighty six was no slouch either, but he was right. untouchable. In 85. And you just had these guys. And Strawberry, I don't know. Who has a better swing? Ken Griffey? 
Like when he came up, that was a, such a huge moment, right? He's coming through the minor leagues. I remember hearing he pitch too. I remember hearing as a kid, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be great. But so those, you know, those were the up and comers that that was doing. And then to get Keith Hernandez and Gary Carter, like just to add these pieces, it was just, it was terrific. And like in documentary, like I know every great team, you could show hours and hours of highlights, right? But I wanted to make something for the baseball fan and the non-baseball fan. So between the highlights, there's all, like you said, there's the drugs, there's the, you know, sleeping with women after games, sleeping with women during the games, right. as the case may be. <laughs> that somebody talked about yesterday, if you saw it. And then, you know, it's like uh, fighting. They fought other teams. They fought people uh, in bars on the road. They fought each other. And so there's just a little something for everyone. I don't know how they would have held up in today's social media heavy, uh, having a presence on social media. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's just spectacular to look at. And uh, when I say we put it together, Nick Davis is responsible for 99.5% of it. He, he put it all together. He also did the Ted Williams documentary. And uh, he's the man. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy and I, our names are attached, and we're glad to uh, help facilitate it and see it through. But he, he's the guy that got it all done. Yeah, it, it, it is tremendous if you're a baseball fan, especially that team. You know, uh, like you said, the Mets were losers for a long time. And yeah. uh, that team really uh, hit a stride and really connected with people. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. 
Our guest is Cousin Sal from Fox Bet Extra Points uh, Podcast Network, and he has a uh, new documentary out about the 1986 Mets called Once Upon a Time in Queens. Who's the most interesting person out of it? I mean, because there's so many characters, and obviously Gooden and Strawberry, but uh, Ray Knight was a character. Uh, uh, Keith Hernandez, who had his uniform off and shoes off when that ball went through Bill Buckner's yeah. legs. You know what I mean? It was it was a cast of characters. I, there's so many. And, you know, I didn't even mention Mookie Wilson, who I uh, interviewed. We interviewed on Extra Points podcast today. And he's, by the way, Mookie Wilson, with all the Tom Seaver and everything being the greatest Met many, many years uh, in the running, Mookie Wilson was voted the most popular Met of all time. I mean, just the... Just a, a great guy and did everything with a smile and obviously figured in to the ending of uh, game six, a 10-inning affair. Uh, you know, they had like a five-minute five at-bat, I think 10 pitches, just refused to strike out and, you know, drew the wild pitch. And then, uh, of course, the hit through Buckner's legs. You know, I'm, uh, I'm friendly with Lenny Dykstra, for better or worse. Um, right. I think he comes <laughs> off great in the documentary. I mean, these guys are very honest. That's the thing. It's like, you know, you know, usually a, a player dies and you'll hear, you know, whether you got along with them or not, you'll, you'll just hear positive stuff, right? And then they talk about Gary Carter, who, you know, died of, like, brain cancer. And Keith Hernandez is like, ah, the kid, he, he was tough to get along with. I don't know. And they were all like, yeah, yeah, he sat in the front of the plane. Well, someone had to sit in the front of the plane while these lunatics were doing drugs and doing whatever in the back, right? But Gary Carter... um, was the leader, you know, I'm, I, I, but I'm partial to Dykstra. You asked me who's the, the best right. character in there. Go, go to Dykstra. His sound bites are terrific and listen to him. And, you know, just a little spark plug of a player. That's kind of what they all were like gritty Dykstra, Backman, a lot of those guys who didn't have the um, physical attributes of the strawberry or good. And uh, they had to do something to keep it going. And sometimes that something was not conducive with the uh, major league baseball standards. If you are a baseball fan, you need to check it out. Stream it. Whatever you got to do to check it out. It is called Once Upon a Time in Queens. You can get it on ESPN+. Plus. The first two episodes dropped, and the uh, second two dropped on Wednesday night. But, but Cousin Sal, people will be able to get it even if they missed the, you know, the first airings of it, right, in de- on demand. Uh- yeah, I'm told 85% of people watch it on demand. I was shocked to learn that because we, we worked very hard to get it on a Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, Rob, during the fall, right. it's hard to schedule these things. You don't want it on a Thursday or a Sunday well, or a Monday. Monday night, football. right. So we did it Tuesday, Wednesday. But, yes, you can catch it on ESPN Plus and on demand. and uh, It'll be there for uh, everyone forever, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Absolutely. All right, Cousin Sal, we appreciate it. And as Bob Murphy, the late, great Mets announcer, used to say, fasten your seatbelts, we're going to the ninth. <laughs> I love the Murph. I love the it. Murph. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate it, pal. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know. Well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? Last week, I talked about the awards races and how close they all were. Well, except one. Shohei Otani is the foregone conclusion for AL MVP, right? Well, don't tell that to Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who, along with his Blue Jays, are making a wild run to greatness over the past week. 
Lil Vladdy is riding a scorching September, and the prospect of becoming the 13th player in MLB history, and just the second in the divisional era, to win the Triple Crown, it's now in reach. Remember, RBI became an official stat back in 1920. At the end of Monday's games, Vladdy Jr. is now leading the AL with a 318 average, leading in home runs with 45, and he's third in RBI, four behind Jose Abreu and two behind Salvador Perez, while his Blue Jays have gone from six and a half games back in the wild card on August 27th to leading the race as of September 13th. Could a co-MVP be on the horizon if Guerrero Light wins the Triple Crown and gets his squad to the postseason? Well, that would not be without precedent. In 1979, both the Cardinals' Keith Hernandez and the Pirates' Willie Stargell took home co-MVP honors in the National League, receiving the same amount of votes. Now, Otani is having an all-time unique season we are unlikely to ever see again. He's tops in war, among other things. But Guerrero's case is getting better by the day. I do not envy the voters this season. And what the, that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? Or is it fair? And now, from MLBBro.com, here's J.R. Gamble. After 14 seasons with the Milwaukee Brewers, Ryan Braun has finally decided to retire. Is it foul or fair to say that Braun, PED conviction aside, is one of the best players of his generation? That is foul. That is a foul ball. Ryan Braun's name might not ring bells with the kids of the Tatis, Otani, Vlad Guerrero Jr. generation, but not too long ago, he was a big deal for small market Milwaukee at a time when they were pretty darn good. He was the fifth overall pick out of Miami and fast-tracked it to the pros in two years. He won Rookie of the Year in 2007 and finished third in the MVP voting a couple of years later, which was a sure sign that Braun was emerging as one of the best players in the game. In 2011, he finally reached his pinnacle and won the NL MVP. From 2008 through 2012, he was a mainstay at the Midsummer's Classic. What makes him special is that he played for one team his entire career, which is rare for an all-star caliber player these days. He's also littered all over the Milwaukee record books. He's like top 10 in everything. He's got 352 career bombs. He's made six all-star games. His career has not been shabby at all. Very solid. The only blemish, unfortunately, on Braun's career is that he ended up serving a suspension for PEDs in 2013 as a result of MLB's investigation into multiple players using performance-enhancing drugs. It elevated into a huge fiasco with Braun lying and trying to blame the specimen handler for why he tested positive. It was ugly and kind of comical, but... Out of sight, out of mind, time heals all wounds. Braun recovered to have some solid seasons. He was accepted back into the good graces of the Milwaukee fans. And now we say goodbye. But before we go, my other gripe with Braun, besides his PED use, 
is the fact that he stole an MVP from Matt Kemp, who hit 39 homers and stole 40 bases and led baseball with 126 RBI in 2011. That's another story, though, for another day. All in all, Braun never got to play in that World Series with Milwaukee, but he's definitely one of the greatest brewers of all time. He's not like that, like that, like my man Robin Yao, but he's a heck of a brewer, just not one of the best players of his generation. Take out the papers in the trash. Yeah. It's time for Trash Talk Twitter. Your chance to trash anyone or anything in Major League Baseball. This week's trash comes from John Quinn at John Quinn 83. And he tweeted me this new ways to not win. That's the Mets. First and third, one out, bottom of the 10th. Lindor hits into a 3-2-5 double play. 3-2-5. Figure it out because you may not ever see it again. And for people scoring at home, 3-2-5 would be first base to catcher to third for the double play. (laughs) I agree with you, John. That's a pretty tough way to lose a game. If you want to chime in, and, and get your trash read here on the program. Hit me up on my Twitter, at Rob Parker FS1. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast Jason Dumas from Cron4 News in San Francisco. And Jason who is a friend of mine, a mentee, and a damn good sportscaster in the Bay Area. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on, Rob. I appreciate it, man. Anytime we can chat is uh, is something I won't pass up. (laughs) No doubt. And I'm giving love to the San Francisco Giants. Everybody was saying they're going to fall by the wayside. I'm not sure, sure, Jason, you heard that. They can't keep it up. And yet, they were the first team to clinch for the playoffs, first team to 90 wins. We could go on and on and on. How surprised are the fans in San Francisco with the season the Giants have put together? Man, anyone who said, says they aren't surprised is, is a liar. You know, there's no other way to say it. This is a team that was projected to win 75 games this year, and they did that months ago, you know? Um, they're on pace now to win 106 games if they keep it up as they've been doing. They've won They've uh, been winning at a high rate. And the thing that's most impressive to me about this team is every single time they're faced with adversity, they power through. Like there has been several times this season where I'm like, okay, this might be it. This might be where they break. You know, they had a a point in time where they had a little COVID outbreak and and people, uh, you know, on their pitching staff. You know, Alex Wood, and then people are like, you know what? This might be it. They have like right. three starting pitchers right now. They're going to have to play bullpen games, and they didn't. They powered right through. They've had some injuries. They've powered right through. They've had stretches where they had to play the Brewers, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Braves, all in four consecutive series. They come through. You know, maybe a couple of Knicks here and there, but they're still in first place. So I, I just stopped doubting them. The, the, you just brought up the pitching and, and the series when they had the big series in San Francisco against the Dodgers and 
They had to start. They had two bullpen games in that three game series, and they won that series two out of three. They have the second best ERA in baseball. So the pitching really has been key. Those guys have been able to hold it together even with injuries. Right. Yeah. You know they uh, they have two horses, and I mean mainly in the first half it was Kevin Gosman who was just you know. His fastball was working crazy. That fourteen fastball he has, just high heat, blowing it past people. He was, you know, he was in the uh, short race for uh, Cy Young in the first half of the season. Made the All Star game. He struggled a little in the second half. Came back to earth. He had a um, thank God everything turned out okay. But his wife was pregnant and had complications with uh, with her pregnancy. Everything ended up being okay. Uh, they have a healthy baby. Uh, but that kind of uh, was a distraction. Distraction isn't even the right word. That was something he had to worry about. Uh, so he took some time off from the team and kind of struggled a little bit. So you couldn't blame him. Uh, but then in the second half of the season, Logan Webb ha- has come on. And Logan Webb is currently the Giants' ace, and he's pitching the best he's pitched in his life. And between Gosman and Logan Webb, they have solid pitchers behind them. Johnny Cueto, Alex Wood, who – is out with COVID right now, but he's expected to come back at some point. Anthony Descofani, they're all solid. And, I mean, Cueto's probably the biggest question mark out of that, but Cueto as, like, probably your fifth best starter, you know, you're in a good spot. So they don't have, like, the star-studded names that the Dodgers have, but they just have a rotation of reliable guys who don't get blown up all that often. Like, their, their bad starts aren't even that bad. Our guest is Jason Dumas. He's the lead sportscaster on Cron 4 News in San Francisco. A guy who came out of nowhere, Lamont Wade Jr., uh, Jason, had two Major League home runs coming into this year. He has 17 going into Wednesday night's action. He's been a pleasant surprise. Oh, man, has he? Uh, It's funny you bring up Lamont Wade Jr. I was talking to him at batting practice uh, during one of the games against the Brewers series. And I was like, yo, Lamont, like, I want your jersey. And they're not selling it in the team store. You got to talk to somebody. I need one of your jerseys, you know? <laughs> and he just started cracking up. He's like, maybe one day. But the the most valuable thing about Lamont uh, to this team is he can play so many different positions. He can play any outfield position. He can play first base. And the Giants – for years now, they've been a team that likes to platoon. Just that organization, they like to have players who they can move around like like a chessboard. And Lamont Wade is perfect for them. And it seems like not only is he hitting the ball at the best rate of his career, it's timely hits. This is one of the most clutch bats on the roster. And time after time, he comes up with a big hit. You don't know... You you know, you get to the park, you don't know where he's playing that day, whether it be one of the outfield positions, first base, whatever it might be. Brandon Belt's kind of supplanted him at first base for the long haul. But my point is you can put him anywhere and he's going to produce. He's just, you know, he's a put on my hard bat hat, take my lunch pail and go to work type of player. And he's fit in tremendously here in the Bay. Last thing, how important is it to win the division? They lead it. They've been leading it. Basically, the Dodgers overtook for like a hot minute, but the Giants have basically been in first for a long time. If they don't win the division, you play a wild card, one-game wild card, uh, and and you could easily get knocked out after a great season. One of those two teams, the Dodgers or Giants, 
are going to be in that wild card. Uh, how important is it to win the division? It's extremely important, Rob. Like, think about this. The Dodgers are on pace to win about 103, 104 games. Dodgers or uh, Giants about 106. Imagine one of one of those teams are going to be 100-plus wins, and their entire season is going to come down to one game. Now, the teams fighting for that second wild card is, you know, the Cardinals, the Reds, the Padres, the Phillies. So you, you could go have to face Adam Wainwright in a one-game playoff. He's having a great year in his, you know, in, in one – his old age, and then you got the Reds, who Joey Votto, you know, can just, you know, go crazy. The Padres will be, you know, it's always interesting. They're a division rival, and they have, you know, they have one of the best players in baseball. And then the Phillies have Zach Wheeler, who might win the Cy Young Award. So, like, those just aren't ideal. Of course, the Giants will be favored in all those games, and they're playing at home, but it's not an ideal situation because any one of those situations I just mentioned, like if the Giants lost a one-game playoff to one of those situations, you wouldn't be like, wow, that was, I couldn't see that coming. Like, you could see Zach Wheeler, like, pitching a, 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 two, a two-hit shutout against any team in the league. You could see Wainwright. He's won so many big games in his career. You could see Joey Votto going deep three times. Like, that's just a situation you want to avoid. That's why this, that's why it's just a must see baseball all year long because of these two teams at the top of the NL West. Like neither one of these teams want to be in that position where they have to have such a great season come down to essentially one game. There it is. Love coming from the Bay and the San Francisco Giants. Jason Dumas, we appreciate you from our Crown Four News. Thank you, bud. Thank you, Rob. Anytime, man. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Reason number 1,000 why baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. And it's because of September. And the pennant stretch. You know, like... I get it. There's a lot of divisions that are locked up, but the wild card is wide open. It's incredible, actually, um, because in the East, you have basically a virtual three-way tie between the Boston Red Sox, Toronto Blue Jays, and the New York Yankees. Three teams vying for two spots, and there are a couple other teams that are within striking distance with about three weeks left to the regular season. It's the same in the National League where the Cardinals have now leapfrogged over the Padres in red. So it's uh, another barn burner there. And you know what? For fans, how could you not be excited? I mean, nobody knows. Those uh, wild card spots might not be decided until the last week or the last day of the season. And the wild card adds some excitement to baseball, keeps some teams' hopes alive. So from a fan standpoint, the wild card, without it being crazy like the other sports, NBA, NFL, too many teams make the playoffs. In baseball, only 10 out of 30. That's, that's, that's not a lot. That's the way. Make the regular season count, and in baseball, it does. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.